Hi everybody and welcome to the UniqueDrops.com As for by name, the weekly discourse I am your host, Dan P Hey I'm here joined with my compatriots As always, we've got Chris hey. On the ones and twos We've got Johns on the twos and ones Hello, hi, how are you doing? We've got a big show ahead of you tonight Loyal listener <laughs> Um, <laughs> we got one. We got a lot of we got, we got a lot one. of subjects to go through. Um, so why don't we get started? So let's talk about some games because we do do that from time to time Sometimes. on this here podcast, Nerdology Podcast. Ooh, nice drop. Uh, so drop. What, it won't be unique when he does it again. Me and John yes. has. Hey, I don't need a commentary from the Peanut Gallery. <laughs> My God, that's what this whole fucking thing is. <laughs> Me and John have been playing some Destiny. Some Destiny. <laughs> Destiny 2. Some Destiny 2. Ever since I uh, dropped on PC. And uh, I think I have 80 hours. And it's been two weeks. I'm at I have a problem. 40? I think I'm at 40. I yeah. have a job. I Yeah. And then I made another job for me. And it's called Destiny 2. That's not how this is supposed to work. No, it isn't. That's not how any of this works. <laughs> um, but yes, we've been playing a lot of Destiny 2. The last two weekends have been Destiny 2 weekends. Um, pretty much to yeah. kind of a disgusting degree. A lot of To Destiny the point where too. like, when I wake up on Monday, I'm like, oh no. That was the weekend, wasn't it? Oh no. I'm ashamed for you. Yeah. But... I mean, it's been a lot of fun. It's a lot of uh, a game that I kind of want and kind of need right now because it's a little bit mindless, even though you kind of like have to think a lot, like what quest am I going to do with with, with what what stuff, you know, because there's a lot of there's a lot of loot grinding in that game where you're kind of uh, oh, getting yeah. a bunch of I mean that's what the game is yes you're getting a bunch of bounties and and uh, certain things and they have certain objectives that you have to do so you can get cool rewards and extra XP and so it's like I use this kind of weapon I use these kind of like abilities in this kind of game setting um, but I do I do like it a lot in the fact that um, it's kind of a one-stop shop for games right now for me. So um, I can easily transition to playing with my friends and we're just doing uh, PVE type content and questing around and doing like, you know, missions that can be like really easy or really hard. And we're fighting against bosses and stuff. And then like instantly transition to like a PVP type game where I'm, you know, getting my Call of Duty Elite skills, putting that back on the map. <laughs> yeah, he's he's really falling back into the. So doing, yeah, doing that, and um, you know, and then transition back to like I'm just playing by myself and just kind of competing, uh, completing some quests mm -hmm. and exploring and stuff like that. The good thing that Destiny Two does that really scratches that itch, gives you that serotonin hit, mm -hmm. that little adrenaline. Yeah, it's kind of like a clicker game if you think about it. I mean, every so often it's just like here, how's here? How about a bunch of stuff? And you're yeah. like, oh wow, thank you. The, yeah, I, th I just I just got a whole bunch of rewards. That's wow. the thing I think that they do. They've done a really pretty good job with is that 
no matter what kind of activity you're doing in that game, you're getting a good amount of things like new items, new material stuff that'll help you improve the items that you already have. Yeah. And it's, it's basically, it's, Everything you're doing matters in some way, shape, or form. There's nothing content-wise where it seems like you're not really gaining anything out of it. Yeah. Like, I mean, probably the the least efficient stuff is, like, doing, like, some of the single-player things. The main quests. And, you know, some of that is, like, your own kind of mm-hmm. uh, content because there's actual, like, story and sometimes there's cutscenes and stuff yeah. like that. So that's the reward in itself. So the game's always constantly rewarding you, giving feedback, saying you're a good boy. Um, don't worry about the rest of the world. At least you're getting rewarded here. You know, I do. People, I, people don't uh, appreciate you and your work, but we appreciate you. And we, you mentioned, like we were talking about this before we started the, <laughs> the, the dark. um, the fact that like there's a lot of there's luck rolls involved, of course, because it's all random drops and loot drops. And I've been getting a lot of exotic drops, which is the luckiest I've ever been in one of these types of games. But in addition to that, they also have. Those like quests that are exotic quests that'll guarantee you like unique items, yeah. which I think is good. Like there's there's no I have to run this thing twenty times or a hundred times, and even then I might not get the drop that I'm looking for. There's certain items that you can get that are guaranteed to, to drop for you as long as you follow that progression path, which is yeah, nice. it's a really good loop and just kind of just I mean eats away at the hours. Mm-hmm. And it's cool because I mean, yeah, like I said, there's there's solo content, there's PVE, uh, like questing content with your friends. Uh, there's also uh, that weird um, gambit mode, which is like so part PVE fun. and part PVP. I am ridiculous. It's ridiculously f- how good, how much fun that is. Yeah, yeah, you know, you're kind of like you're kind of like doing your own thing on one side of the map and kind of like like uh, building up, like basically these moats to turn in and then when you turn in enough then you get the final boss and you beat the boss and that's how you win the game and then like the pvp side goes of it i mean part of it is that one person gets to go over and tries to kill the other team and vice versa so like yeah that's pretty fun and then there's like the straight like here's just pvp baby like here's like uh, control control points and uh straight uh, death match there's like a counter-strike mode where you're doing um, rounds and somebody has to plant a bomb or defuse the bomb. So did you, did you <clears> try out plant. one of the new modes last night with, with yeah, Trice? Yeah, so Iron Iron Banner is like, yeah, so they always, it seems like every week so far they've had like something new. Like, I don't know how much they're going to keep up. Yeah. So last week was like, they started a new uh, PVE mode the, called Vex Offensive, where you're just, it's just kind of a horde mode. It's like a raid dungeon almost kind of thing. Yeah. Like it's... You know, um, and then, like, like yeah, so they started the Iron Banner last night, which is a week-long uh, tournament, quote-unquote. Um, it's just it's just basically PvP with, like, some some extra rules. Also, doesn't it uh, take in stuff. your your equipment levels and stuff in well, that yeah, version? That one, that one yeah, is, that one, that's... so, yeah, so a lot of PvP um, has level uh, disadvantage. I mean, level advantage, like, disabled. So it's flat. Uh, but yeah, so in some ways I was doing um, just as good or even more last night with level level advantage enabled. Mm-hmm. Because now if some dude's not geared up, I can fuck him up. Yeah. Like, fuck you, go away. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, so yeah, Destiny 2, like, strange. It's... Like, I just cannot, I cannot stop playing it. 
Yeah. All right. Although I will, I do have to. The some of the a few of the quests that we've encountered, I know, have a a progress sort of thing, like a progress bar that seems like they need to tweak. I don't know. It's I the the, the you know like the Ariana's vow one where it's like, hey, you got to use this this gun in this quest, and you like maybe get one percent of progress. It's. I mean, you want that guaranteed I, thing. Yeah, but I mean, do you want to run that quest a hundred times with a chance. But or there's do you other ones just... that have like you know more attainable goals. I think like the one I was doing for the gun where it's like, oh, get two hundred and fifty motes of light. Like that's more. That seems more. Yeah, efficient but that's than... like step one of like seven. It's true. Fair enough. Like you're gonna you're gonna run into like there's always a part in those quests where you're gonna run into something jacked up. Um, and in other gaming news, uh, Vampire the Masquerade was delayed to quarter one of 2020, as in every game. Also no, it was known- delayed from quarter one 2020. Oh, from? To later in the year. It was a quarter one game, and it got delayed uh, to later in 2020. So it got, God. it got delayed. The gamer apocalypse is one less... One yeah, less uh, participant. The apocalypse. The, the gamer battle royale is is, is yeah. one less combatant. I, I honestly feel like that's a game that's going to slip even further because uh, the gameplay demo that they had was rough. I could I could definitely see it slipping another. Yeah, but... it looked really rough. Animations were poor. Uh, the whole like transition animations when you go from like standing to running looked like looked like a indie game. Yeah. That wasn't polished at all, so kind well, of rough. I hope they give it the time it needs. Yeah, don't so, crunch. No, no need to crunch. Crunch it, baby. Um, also, uh, making the rounds is Analog is creating a Game Boy emulator. What is this? Uh, it's so Analog has created some hardware pieces, uh, hardware emulation. Are they the Super NT? Yes. Yes. So they did the Genesis. I forget what they called that, but the yeah. Super NT was the SNES. The, the Mega NT. Mega NT and I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I just made, I, I, know, I, I came, I came up with that off the top of my head. You yeah. should work it analog. Um, but yes, they're going to create a Game Boy uh, hardware emulation system that will do Game Boy, Game Boy Advanced, Game Boy Color uh-huh. games. Has an HD no Super Game Boy. Wait, you for, you're forgetting. And with an additional adapter, it will also play. Game Gear, Atari Lynx, as well as Neo Geo Pocket, Neo Geo Pocket Color games. So, I totally missed on that. Yeah, yeah. Turbo Graphics Express. That's that's because those Ooh. are just Turbo Graphics sixteen games. Yeah, that sounds like one of those Mister Boxes. Does that it, I keep hearing about? Does it come with a TV tuner? I, Boo! You can't even get TV over the air anymore. Boo! Hey, you can. You gotta get the HD. You gotta get the HD not, thing. That's what it says on the TV all like, the time. They yeah, scroll but not, on the bottom. Not from a Genesis emulator. No. Yeah. But also, in addition to all of the the game emulation stuff, it is also an audio synthesizer. Yes, I, I do remember that. So, and a lot of like chiptune people I've I've seen are very excited about that aspect. But it's using probably the best mobile screen anybody's ever seen. You know, I'm just gonna mention this. I don't have much information because I haven't dug into it. But there's like something going on in the chiptune community. There's like some like there's some kind of scandal or something. Ooh. I don't know. I hate to mention it and not actually have stuff to back up, but several of the people I I I I I follow on Twitter 
are like um they've been having messages like uh, several a few weeks ago of like basically like like fucking hate this community sometimes and like blah 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 and then this is like a long ass like twitter thread of like why wow and i think there's some kind of, i don't know what it is i don't want to touch it because there's too much negative it's, shit going on already and it, i don't need the chiptune people chip-tune beef. to be like to be like ripping that apart i don't know where to even go with yeah. that it's like hip hop beef. That's all. That's all. That, well, we'll have an in depth look in that. Yeah. Dan's going to dig soon, into it and let right, us know. Yeah. Write down some notes about that. We'll talk about it again. All right. So, but uh, yeah. So, Game Boy games. What's your favorite Game Boy game? Crit? Um, Wario Land. Oh, that's not bad. Link's Awakening. Yeah. Well, maybe WarioWare. Or. Link's Awakening, or oh, you're saying Game Boy? You oh, said Game I, Boy. I, yeah, I, I was See, thinking original. I was thinking they're all Game Boys. No, it's it's fair. It's fair. It's just, yeah, yeah. You, you picked a DS game. He picked. I a, would. I advanced. didn't even think of that. Yeah, I thought I was thinking first gen. No, wasn't WarioWare on GBA? Was, was there, what, yeah. The was first WarioWare game on GBA? The first one I ever played was on GameCube, so I didn't even know it was on Game Boy. I'm pretty sure Dan's right. They no, had, they, they had I, I believe it. I didn't. I wasn't aware. I only ever played it on an emulator because they had a tilting one too, if I remember correctly. That had a hmm. No, I don't know. Yeah. I, I believe you. First one I ever saw was on GameCube, and then I played it on DS. Because the GameCube one, I think, repackaged some of the ones that were actually on the original releases. Um, yeah, first game was on. Yeah. So, but the thing that's unique about the analog stuff is that they use the um, is it FGPA? I think it is, or FPGA. I forget the which letters are in which order, but it's basically emulating the hardware at a hardware level as yeah. opposed to a software level so you get a better emulation for all the or better the Re- games run yeah. better it's so. a repro of the game itself because it is the game itself yeah running on hardware as opposed yep. to a rom running on software also why you have to buy 900 <gasps> plugins to get the neo geo and all that garbage it just stuff. said an adapter it did not say multiple adapters for the others so it also has a dock so you can play it on your tv yeah, it was a nice looking dock. It's a nice looking system. It is. I would like one, but I don't know that I'm going to pay two hundred dollars for something that I don't even own no. the cartridges for. You're not going to want to play any of those. You games could out. buy a Switch Lite for that much. That's money. exactly, what and I that's would a pay. better investment. And also, you you don't want to play any of those Game Boy games anymore. No, like they're there's not like two that I might actually. They're not. They're sit not down. Kirby's with. Dream Land, baby. Just, that's a good one. This is a good one. Yeah, it it'll be it'll be really cool. Like when you play it. For the first time and be like, wow, I remember this. And then yeah. you're like, man, these games didn't have much. Chris just want to play Tetris all day, every day, baby. You Actually, so when I first got my first Game Boy, that's uh-huh. I, all I did for months. I mean, this, yeah. it was good. Tetris was really oh, good. Oh, that Tetris game is oh, yeah. all play time. Anywhere? Yeah. Four-person Tetris? Oh, my God. I never did that. but Four-person Tetris. Squid, squid thing. I yeah. still have my Game Boy Link, four-player Link cable somewhere in my my console stuff. Four yeah. person uh, play action football on on Game Boy. Mm-mm, never you did could, that. You could hide your plays from the other people. You know oh, what? Fuck you. You know what other game had a uh, had four player support for the Game Boy? RC Pro AM. I was thinking F one race. That did have. They had an F one race game on there that I had at one point because that's how I got the four player adapter because it came with that game. I played a lot of RC Pro AM. I didn't that realize they had an RC Pro AM for the Game Boy. I you thought they did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, yeah, I, it was good. I had a very, I had very few, I had less than, like, I think I had maybe six, seven Game Boy games total. Um, several of them were Nintendo Power purchases because 
at one point they ran a like, hey, buy a bunch of cheap games from us. Um, they they did that randomly, occasionally. I mean, they you know they did the Dragon Warrior promo one time, but yeah, there was a there was a mail-in thing they did where it was like you can buy that F1 race. I think I got it. It was like ten dollars for that game with my, the adapter. My uncle went to Hong Kong and he came back with one of those hundred and one games yeah, in one yeah. cartridges. Hell yeah, baby! <clears throat> so that's how I played a lot of games that the. I think I played like Backgammon or something. I wasn't, you know, probably wasn't even a real game, but they got it to run on another game. Four versions of Mario, and they're all yeah. different. Mm-hmm. You're not Mario. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, Mario Land on that game. None that of you are was Mario. Totally different than regular Mario Brothers. So. Yes. Yeah, Mario Land was good. Worst I like Mario Man. But no, one of the games I had that I that I think was better than the NES version was the Kid Icarus game that they came out with on that. Did not. I've never played that. Cannot speak to that. Where's Fireball unless you're like in an enclosed area? Then it was cool because it bounced around forever. Super Ball, baby. That's what that it was. Power up, whatever. It's Fireball. Okay. Um, speaking of emulation, uh, what is it? Twenty five hundred uh, more games showed up on archive dot org. Yep. MS DOS PC games. Ah. Anything from uh, Commodore to the IBM PC. Stuff you got all your classics, got your Monkey Island, got your other stuff. X Wing and Tie Fighter are both on there. Sure, they are. I yeah. looked them up today. How about Mist? That's not a no, DOS game. No, I know. It just it's old. That was a I Windows. F- was that ninety five or three point? I forget if it could uh, run on three point one. The misting went over me. Okay. Yeah, like, I, I'm not a mist. We got it. I when... played Mist for ten minutes and went. This is boring. Well, we got it because we got it when we got our CD-ROM drive. So that this, was part of that. This is for casuals. <laughs> <laughs> but I also got Doom 2 when we got that CD-ROM drive. I got an encyclopedia online when I got a CD-ROM drive. So I we mean, didn't get anything cool. Because I had relatives who worked at Microsoft Ooh, at the time. fancy pants. So they got me Encarta. Which was my dad bought a compact computer because he was yeah. not savvy. Did yeah. not have Windows. Did he get on it, it from Circuit City. It had compact. Did he uh, get it tabs. from Comp USA? I don't know where he got it. Oh, it just man. showed up one day, oh. and it had two, it had Chips Quest, which Chips Challenge. about seven people will know what that game is. Chips Challenge. Sure. Did you walk around a little board and had little microchips that you had to pick up? Yep. That's yep. Yeah, that's Chips Challenge. That's that's a classic. Is it? Oh yeah. It's I, I considered was, a classic. I thought I was the only one who ever knew what that was because it was on a compact. I played it on the Atari Lynx a lot. And then it wasn't Britannica. I played the Atari Lynx a lot. <laughs> did you have an Atari Lynx no. or did you just have friends? I never yet? had a portable system until uh, I bought a GBA. Okay. SP. That was a good good time to get in. Yeah, I bought. Yeah, it was a GBA SP. I didn't actually get a like the original GBA. For no, I just I had a friend who. Um, their his parents were divorced, so um, he would get gifts because All the, time. the because the parents tried to buy his love who who loved him. Oh, absolutely, the most. yeah. So he got an Atari Lynx, which was uh, vastly underused and um, ill spent on him because he didn't like video games as much, and he wasn't very good at video. So games. you rectified the situation. So I would sleep over his house and play his Link games. Link's APB. Games. The best thing about Lynx was that there was a switch button, so you could have the cursor, the the controller you could on flip the it over. right side, and then the buttons on the left side. Yeah, because you you would literally flip the machine yeah, up. That was a button to to Why? to change. Because 
I don't know if you remember, but people used to play cross-handed in the arcades, yep. especially in Street Fighter. Yep. Because people were better with their right right mm-hmm. hand using the stick. Yes, no? this happens. Yeah. This happened a bunch. I mean, it's largely gone away, just like with the Y inversion stuff. Those people are weird. No, now, now people are playing with the guitars, fighting tournaments. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. DDR pads. Yeah. Or just making up uh, a goose costume. Speaking of gooses being cooked. Fortnite, the original, the original island just got cut. Um, so Fortnite over the weekend, uh, the most popular game, perhaps in the Western History. Hemisphere, especially in North All America, times. especially in North America, um, went dark this weekend and uh, a black hole was summoned uh, in the middle of uh, a game. And uh, the island went away, and it was replaced with uh, just like a light. I a think. little black hole, like it a was little a little black yeah. hole light, and uh, yeah. and yeah. a live stream. That was it. And then it took like about almost two days for them to bring the game back up, and now it's Fortnite Chapter Two. I only mentioned this because um, I think one that's a brilliant way to do stuff in. Um, to have uh, server maintenance and yeah. upgrading. They literally covered a server outage with an event and got everybody to eat it up like it was nothing. Oh, yeah. I mean, Nobody's... there's one thing that Fortnite, the, 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 the Fortnite people, Epic, does extremely well is get its audience hyped up for almost kind of nothing. Yeah. And, like, it's actually pretty interesting to see how that stuff goes because, I mean... You don't see monumental changes in a game live while you're playing too much. So, like, I mean, Destiny came up with a new expansion and all this kind of stuff. But that stuff didn't happen live. It happened after you installed the game. So these things are happening. Like, they'll they'll say, like, hey, something's going to happen. Or, like, I mean, the thing last year was that they had a rocket um, yeah. with a countdown yeah. in it. And you had to go find a rocket. Like, it wasn't yeah. hard. It wasn't easy to find. You had to, like, really, like, go looking for it. And you, somebody had to show you. But there was, like, a countdown timer. And nobody knew what it was. But they knew, like, it would probably be on this day and stuff like that. So it was. it's really cool because, like, yeah. And then people started playing a lot that day because they wanted to be there in the, in, in the game while it actually happened all at once. Yeah. How many people did they have watching that live stream at one point? Yeah, like two, three million or something like that. <laughs> some crazy. Just but a like, little dot. A little but that's what I mean. Yeah. Like, it's really cool when games do stuff live and you're actually having, mm-hmm. like, you, you don't install it and go like, oh, what's new? It's like, no, this is actually just happening right now. Even if it's a mask for all this other stuff, yeah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Like, that's really cool. Like, I really hope that, like, like you know, since Destiny's free to play now and then it's, like, away from the Activision warlords, um, that, like, something like that will happen. Like, in the, like something surprising will happen. It's, it's the closest, I think, this generation is going to get to kind of, like, must-see TV. You know? Yeah. You couldn't record no, unless you Event had a VCR. gaming. Yeah. yeah. You, you would yeah, go no, watch yeah, a show totally. and you'd go talk to everybody about it the next day. And if you didn't see it, you don't get to see yeah. it. Yeah. Although now it's just streamed and recorded. Right, yeah. So but, now but it's going to yes. be on YouTube. But, but yes, yeah. You're not a part of it happening. You you would have only seen it as a passive. So, yeah, I think it's cool. New uh, map. The new map looks, I mean, actually kind of cool. Yeah, I'm not, not going to get back into that. Go download I already have, tonight. I have we did our time in Fortnite. Fortnite right now. <laughs> no, we no. did our Fortnite time. KOTOR Fortnite. KOTOR Fortnite. But it does have fishing, so that means it's an RPG now. 
Everything good. That's a, that's a rock, paper. Oh, no. What I just said means Fortnite is good. Yeah, that's a rock, paper, shotgun uh, joke. Or, yeah, I did not yeah. make up that joke. It's got fishing. It's an RPG. Yeah. But if you're I mean, fishing, it means you're good. Don't make the rules. Um, and uh, let's uh, let's pivot over. Pivot. Pivot over to uh, Riot. Riot is in the news a lot this week. Mm. It was uh, League of Legends' 10th anniversary, so that's why the the hubbub or the celebration has been happening. Yeah, they yeah. announced 942 new games. Yeah, so Riot announced a game Whew. in uh, every every kind of every game. genre. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Auto Chess is going mobile. They're having something called League of Legends Wild Rift on mobile and console. So they basically said that's the... Isn't that the same? It's a version of the League of Legends game being made for consoles and Oh, mobile, so it's Civilization so. Revolutions. Uh, this bodes well. <laughs> and then they're making a card game, Legends of Runeterra. Sure. They have a fighting game, an actual fucking fighting yeah. game. So Because they, they bought the guys who did... I want to say they bought the company that was coming out with the game from the guys who who huh? did the GGPO stuff. So there was a game that they were working on called Rolling Thunder that the Giant Bomb guys have talked yep. about, and they bought that company. They basically brought them in house, and I'm guessing this is what they've been working on. So yeah, so they're gonna have a legit fighting game based on League of Legends. They're also going to have a tactical shooter, which doesn't have anything to do with League of Legends. That's no, a completely new looks looks like a hero property. shooter. Yeah, uh, the the Overwatch. It's, style. it's a weird mix of hero shooter and Counter Strike. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's it's what a heard. weird look. Yeah. So, and on top of that, they're going to have an animated TV series. Sure. So, yeah, a little bit surprising, all of yeah. this all at once, but also kind of. Unsup- uh, the, the, actually, the surprising thing is that this hasn't happened yeah. already. It was yeah. funny. I saw a tweet from, I forget who, it might have been the, the Soha, uh, I forget her last yeah. name. Um, she, somebody was like, we finally put the, made the S mean something in Riot Games. <laughs> <laughs> True. Cause yeah. it was up for, oh, yeah. up until now, yeah. it was Riot Games. One game. One game. Yeah. One game. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's really surprising that they didn't cash into the Hearthstone stuff, uh, Earlier, and uh, I'm surprised that I mean, if this was, if this was, if Riot Games was doing this in 2005, one of these games would have been an MMO. Mm-hmm. But also, <laughs> and it would have been bad. The other interesting thing I saw about World this, of Legends um, is one of the the creative directors uh, was there was a tweet from her saying that the, most of the teams that are come that are working on these games are led by um, women or people of color. That was one of the things they were specific to call out. I watched a couple of the announcements, the tactical shooters specifically, and they, yeah, they're all being represented by women, uh, obviously, with their history of issues yeah. regarding um, uh, harassment being, and yeah, stuff. A very not toxic very environment. And also, yeah. in other news, strange oh. that you mentioned controversial uh, um, and progressive kind of values, political stances, if you mm. if you may, because Riot also. Um, is banning players and commentators from discussing sensitive issues, political, religious, or otherwise. No. Yeah. Why so, would they make? Why this, would they make? Why that? would they yeah, say why, such a thing this? today? Because they're owned by China. China. One hundred percent China. Wholly owned by Tencent. By Tencent. Yep. One of the largest companies in the entertainment sphere. Um, yeah, so Riot Global Head of Esports, John Needham, said uh, a few things, but I'll paraphrase. Actually, I'll cut his quote in half. 
says uh, on the political, religious, and otherwise topics, the sensitive issues. He says, these topics are often incredibly nuanced. True. Require deep understanding and a willingness to listen. True. And cannot be fairly represented in the forum our broadcast provides. True. Therefore, we remind our casters and pro players to refrain from discussing any of these topics on the air. Uh, no. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, while while the while uh, the political um, the political uh, situation in China can be nuanced and all those kind of things, um, uh, totalitarian authoritative uh, government coming down on its people for uh, 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 exercising their right to protest and have free yeah. speech. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically jailing them, as well as oppressing other peoples in the world's uh, other people in their countries. Um, no, it is time to actually say something this when is, you have a platform. This that is, is the, how human nature works. This is the shitty argument where people go, "Well, it's not going to work 100 percent of the time, so we shouldn't do anything." Yeah, yeah. and then uh, that's that's also where that initial comment of "Who owns right again?" Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, I mean, and it's also the the point that, like, having no political stance is a political stance, yep. right? right? Like, that is a common refrain. Yes. Um, yeah, we know, talked we, about... Through, through its actions, Riot wants to be known for being progressive. Hey, we've got women and people of color leading our games. While on the other hand, please don't talk about sensitive subjects. Because we can't, we can't for the life of me even, even go to these nuanced subjects. It's not very nuanced when uh, a policeman is putting a boot to your face. Like that's not very nuanced. No, you don't. There's no nuance there. But wh- how did the boot arrive to the face? <laughs> well, Dan. I mean, well, uh, two thousand years of Chinese history, and <laughs> well, there is a the, nuanced discussion. The, As LeBron says, he should educate himself on that. It's the last, and then I'm also not going to say anything more about that. <laughs> it's the last part that is extremely the bullshit, which is the. It cannot be fairly represented in the form our broadcast provides. And that's just... I'm sorry. I mean... It cannot be maybe completely represented in the form our broadcast provides. Sure. You know, the the fact that you're trying to say it's it's unfair to be represented on there. Well, I mean, because, Uh, like, it's one thing to be like, okay, well, to, to, like, okay, we have to have a deep discussion about, like, um, uh, Chinese, uh, China's authority in the world and how it actually compares to other imperial powers. Um, how, how does capitalism fit into that? Blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, can we support a, I mean, can we even actually buy anything without actually supporting an authoritative government? Blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, like the West also, mm-hmm. like its own problems with imperialism. Those are all nuanced topics. Yeah. Right. Whether or not capitalism will actually set you free. You know, through through commerce and uh, those kind of things, which was a very um, uh, widespread liberal belief, also parroted by me at some point, probably in the mid two thousands. Damn neoliberal as, Dan! As the as the as the as the poor people of China get more rich off of capitalism, they will want more freedoms, mm-hmm. and uh, that will pave the way for democracy. Um, not when the government that is, is not how, iron fist. Well, that is not how those things work, no. because. Um, you know, uh, uh, one of the things I was going to talk to this, talk about this when we were talking about Chris Columbus, but um, one of the things in one of the things that I really hate 
that we do in this country is that we distill like um, our heroes, quote unquote, or whatever, you know, people of, of stature, people of moral stature to like a few quotes. And the, the, the biggest thing that we do, I mean, the, 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 the most flagrant example is Martin Luther King Jr., who I think is probably, you know, without a doubt, probably one of three greatest Americans in, in, in our history. Um, but we distill him to like these very choice quotes. And one of the quotes that they always like to put out, and you know, Obama does this, and it's a very nice quote, but he's, you know, the whole, you know, the moral arc of the universe bends towards justice. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's, it seems that, you know, what he's saying in that quote is that, like, you know, like, eventually everything will turn out right, right? Because, you know, God guides or whatever like that. And Martin Luther King Jr. was a religious man, and he believed in God very, very, very much. So I'm pretty sure some of that also was in his, was, was in his belief. But he was also a pragmatic man, and he yes. was also organizing, and, and also know how those things actually work. And how to change the minds of people. And it wasn't just, oh, you just show up and everything's going to eventually be okay because the moral arc of the universe bends towards justice. Somebody has to bend it. Mm -hmm. And so, like, like the same thing with this where it's just like, oh, we'll just kind of ignore stuff and then eventually stuff will just kind of right. write itself out mm -hmm. because capitalism works. Right. Like, because it doesn't. Mm -hmm. And the same thing, like, oh, you know, like, you know, socialism works or Marxism works or communism works. No, it's like people still have to live all day of, by day. All of those things require work to make them work. It is yeah. not just a it will work itself out. Yeah. And it's 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 a it's it's a system of government that is not it's not like it, it's the same thing that we see in this in our country right now. Like we had so much faith in our institutions, at least writing themselves, like not going beyond a certain point of like no return, kind uh -huh. of, right? Be beyond the pale, as you as you may yeah. say, you know, like uh, Tricky Dick eventually ran up against that. You know, even Clinton ran up against that by you know. And we're at the point now where but, that might not. But be this, the case. but this administration, by yeah. its callousness and its like complete like utter lack of regard for decorum, has shown us that one that the Constitution and our laws and all of the rules that we follow and those kind of things are just pieces of paper. And they're just pieces of paper. Same thing with the flag. It's just, it's just a piece of fabric. It only means something when we enforce that kind yep. of that kind of values. Like same thing with the Constitution. Like, yeah. you know, the, that, the 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 freedom of speech and assembly and all those kind of things only work if we allow it to actually work. If we if we enforce the rule that hey, this person gets to speak up, this yep. person gets to kneel in front of like the the national anthem. That's why the people now who are saying. We're in a constitutional crisis are not just blowing smoke as, yeah. you know, like some crazy conspiracy theorist. There yeah. is an actual thing going on. Oh, here. And then the utter hypocrisy of GOP to then cite LeBron James for not standing up yeah. full, you know, uh, so, stand up for the protesters in China that want their freedoms. And when here they're abdicating that their responsibility yeah. as congressional members to hold people accountable that have done wrong. Yeah, we'll talk about this, I mean, just right after this, yeah. uh, about Blizzard, but I'd like to bring up um, a very good, uh, a very good, uh, 
distillation of like a lot of my thoughts on this is, I mean, parroted by like Waypoint Radio, I think their recent one mm -hmm. about the blizzard and Hong Kong protests. I haven't gotten to that. I think yet. they do a very good job because those are those are academics and they yeah. know how to do that kind of stuff, especially Rob Zachney and uh, Austin Walker. Yep. But they do a very good job of having a nuanced stance on that kind of thing. Um, and I'm going to really chop it down to basically like. That's that's also kind of why I had a little bit of a of a like you know like la yes uh, last week when I was saying like you know we want we want to make sure that we're against the Chinese government not against the, the Chinese Chinese yeah. or Asianists in general mm -hmm. and stuff like that because there is there is a particular view in the West that views you know like Asia as this kind of like sameness like they're they're uniform and they all think alike mm -hmm. and like of course like communism there is flourishing or those kind of things or like oh they're backwards and those kind of things where like in our backyard while maybe not doing things on the scale as the Chinese government we are doing very horrendous things within our own country and working out our own issues and uh, dealing with our own past and those kind of things. It's happening in a lot of countries, not just ours. Like yes, it's just yeah. it's over the Definitely. all over the world. We're in that. Definitely. So, like you know, uh, I think Austin Walker at one point says, like, you have to be careful because when you realize that uh, uh, Ted Cruz is on your quote unquote side, like about the China, China, China is bad stuff. You kind of have to start wondering and thinking, like, why are these people? Who are nominally against, like what Chris was saying, nominally against this kind of stuff within this country, and suddenly they're for that stuff. You're trying to, you have to start thinking about like what kind of interest, who 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 benefits by viewing China in this very negative light, or viewing Chinese people in this very negative light, and uh, and those kind of things. So yes, right, it is nuanced, but you know what? Also, fucking free Hong Kong. So fuck off. Yep. Speaking yeah. of uh, speaking of fuck off, uh, so yeah, Blizzard um, finally released a a um, a statement. What was it? Friday, I have a statement last Friday at five. The, yeah. Where news goes to die. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Friday after the common political Early tactic evening. to have a late Friday press release so people forget about it. Unfortunately, it doesn't work too much in this in this world because no. uh, everybody's connected all the time. Uh -huh. Their statement. I mean, was, Friday. Friday doesn't end with no. the nightly news on NBC nope. with Tom Brokaw, and I don't know anything what's going on he, in the world he, until yeah, Monday. He doesn't, he doesn't say thank you and have a good weekend. I'll see you on Monday, and yeah. everybody goes, "Well, that's it for the the world today yeah. this week." Woot, woot, woot. But yes, <laughs> I don't know. Why I made that. Their choice. statement was pretty yeah, much. Yeah, so I'm gonna do some uh, choice things, okay. but this is this is this is the this is the real the real kicker by uh, J J Allen Brack. Uh, the, the specific views expressed by Blitzchung, who is the guy who um, was banned for a year and they notched it down, notched to, down to six, six months, months and gave him his money gave back. Him money. Gave him his money. Were not a factor in the decision we made. Bullshit. I want to be clear. Our relationship in China had no influence on our decision. Mm -hmm. We have these rules to keep the focus on the game and on the tournament to the benefit of a global audience. Surely. And that was the only consideration in the actions we took. And if this had been the opposing viewpoint delivered in the same decisive and deliberate way, we would have felt and acted the same. I'm drowning in the bullshit being slung here. So, um... Blizzard wins the prize for one of the most non... I mean, the, the prize for one of the non-Trumpian um, uh, press releases that actually don't say anything. Yeah. 
that is completely empty because I mean Trump is in a different league. There's everybody the, else in the is is in the MLS. Trump uh-huh. is in fucking Bundesliga five, <laughs> like pro pro five with forty five stars. No, Trump like Trump is like in the in like the UEFA Champions League, mm-hmm. and they're all made of like uh, like the same team. Like mm-hmm. it's an all star. Like every night it's just Galacticos, yeah. Real Madrid. <laughs> yeah, it's just all oh, Real Madrid. Yeah. He's the, yeah, the Galacticos. Of, <laughs> Incoherence uh, as well. Let's not forget But yes, that. I mean, you Rudy know, they, and they, goalkeeper. Basi- they basically said that we have our values, which, you know, are thinking globally and all those kind of things. Uh-huh, and, sure. And things. And uh, that's why we have to enforce the rules. Every voice matters except when you use it. Yeah. To talk about yeah. China. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, they, they, he states that his, uh, in his opening statement that uh, two of their core values, think globally, lead responsibly, apply here, which um, doesn't, doesn't really, doesn't really uh, jive with what he, they did. No, no. Again, Dan, we have to respect the voice of both the policeman with the boot on the yeah. face uh-huh. and then the voice of the person with the being boot stepped on upon. Their fa- yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like to. Equally. <laughs> I'd like to remind our uh, our uh, eager and loyal listeners that uh, Blizzard is doing this on the basis of their Asian East Asian profits are twelve percent of their or of uh, their revenue. They're twelve percent of their revenue. Twelve percent of their whole revenue, but that includes all of the Asia Pacific region. It's an untapped which, gold which, mine. Which, which also includes South Korea, which oh. they're apparently very big in. I don't right. know if you know this, but wait, the wait, Blizzard's big in Korea. Love that fucking Blizzard. Um, and also Japan, which makes a sizable gaming gaming population. China is an untapped oil well yeah. of potential and money. Yeah. So so they're, they're doing surveying. This, they're doing this on the basis that the, of of a fraction of that twelve percent. Which to me doesn't make business sense, but I'm sure nope. somebody saw something that makes sense. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, in, somebody in presented the, a pie chart and a bar graph in the Excel spreadsheet. You look yeah. at America has a lot of people, and we make a lot of money here. China but we've has, already made that, right? Money. Exactly. But that money is already being made. It's guaranteed. China seems to have a lot Potential of potential revenue, not making a lot of money here. Maybe yeah. we can. And then we're going to ignore any values of either human rights or even our own morality. But yeah, to some, find a way to somehow, tap that money. Somehow Blizzard has has uh, made a common cause uh, with both uh, right-wing uh, fanatics and left-wing liberals that they both fucking hate them. So Because those right-wing you... guys hate them because they fucking hate anybody who ain't fucking white. Right. Wow. They're, that's just what it oh is. Oh my gosh. That's you just, said it that's out just loud. That's what it is. That's what those guys oh are all God. about. Those Ben Shapiro motherfuckers and oh, who else is, who else is those other squeaky Richard whiny Spencer. guys? Yeah. Those squeaky guys. They got squeaky ass voices. They're all squeakers. Right. And, but also like the hardcore, uh, liberal leftist progressives are like, Hey, don't fucking fuck up democracy. China, uh, Hong Kong's just protesting. Why are you kicking them while they're down? And somehow they've made a, they've, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying I have a common cause with those, with those fucking animals on the, on the right wing side, but 
in some in some fucking fucked up world, we both hate Blizzard for different reasons, but because of the same yeah. event. You're both shooting in the same direction. It <laughs> yeah. just you don't know why the other one is. I would rather I would rather those right wing guys just still fuck know, off. Yeah, just fuck off. No, yeah, no, it's an opportunist thing. And uh, yeah, yeah. Not that because the China thing, like you had pointed out the other the other last week, I I had not even realized it had been months. I I knew yeah. it had been five or six weeks. You said July, so yeah. that I was I was way off base there. And they also had the protest two years ago. Yes, I do uh, remember uh, the umbrella right umbrella protests were two years ago. I think so. I think they're still doing the umbrella thing. Yes, they're, this, that that's but that's where that that's kind okay. of started, right? So, so who's excited for BlizzCon, everybody? It's Ooh, gonna be great. I'm, I'm excited. There yeah. I'm excited to is see now what's, see a what subreddit yeah. a subreddit for. Um, BlizzCon BlizzCon, yeah. Yeah, all right. And just as a throw in, um, you know, Nintendo was going to have a big bash because Overwatch was coming out this week. And but the day I, before, they're like, it's canceled. But the best part is, is that they didn't, they specifically said Blizzard has yeah, canceled the yeah. event. Right under the they bus. were like, fuck yeah. you guys. You, this is on you. This is not on us. Yeah. Mar- it's a me, Mario. Fuck off, diva. Well, this is your fault. Riot, all their good news has been marred by the ugliness that is being mm-hmm. owned by Tencent, and Blizzard has been in a shithole for two weeks, and I don't see an end of, or a, a light at the end of that tunnel. So The Blizzard stuff? They're going to come out with Diablo 4 at BlizzCon, and everybody's going to be like, fuck you. Yeah. I Diablo mean, Mobile comes out tomorrow. I mean, it's... 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 I, th- I think it's it's a PR disaster when um, you know you you I, I hate to say your core audience I'm not going to say that but when you have people who are already fans of you and you're abandoning them for people that you hope will become fans of you I, I feel correct I feel like unless you're a rock band trying a new different fucking style of music mm-hmm. like I, I feel like you should probably not fuck with that right like if you're trying to be a business well this all. is a fucking rock band saying. Yeah, democracy. Oh wait, let's yeah, yeah, try yeah. a little bit of uh, yeah. you know, right wing fascisms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's way different. <laughs> yes. But like, <laughs> how about fascism? Not saying artists shouldn't grow. Right. But or, or how about Christian? Rock? But this isn't this isn't uh, <laughs> this isn't progression. This is regression. regression yes. Oh, see that. All right, so let's move on to some uh, lighter-hearted fare. We got some media stuff. Turkey, uh, no what? <laughs> <laughs> Same that for later. I know. <laughs> so we'll uh, talk about some media stuff. Sure. Uh, uh, me and John have been indulging in some '80s cartoon cartoon intros. This is as, a, uh, as YouTube is uh, the thing that YouTube is really good at is uh, random content that comes to your brain and goes, "Oh, there's like a three-hour video of this." So somebody compiled in four parts each an hour of uh, every eighties cartoon 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 intro. Um yeah, in alphabetical order. Mostly. There's been a couple of weird ones just thrown I, in there. I think it's I think they're pretty consistent. Yeah. I think they're using like the extended like if it says the many adventures of Donald Duck not the... now he's um now he's on M yeah. instead that, of that's normal. So anyway, there's um it just rem- You know mm. what 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 <laughs> yeah, go ahead John. <laughs> it it just reminds you that like in any era, any time there is really good stuff, there is timeless stuff. 
And then there's a lot of trash. Yeah, it's. I want to say it's about eighty five percent terrible. Yeah, no, that's. And uh, I'm not even just judging by the theme song. I'm just like, oh, I remember that cartoon. Uh-huh. That cartoon was bad. Yep. I don't remember that cartoon, but that cartoon looks terrible. Yep. I don't remember that cartoon, but that cartoon's racist. Oh, that's terrifying. How did that couple, get made? Those a couple that was pretty bad. Oh yeah, there was. Yeah. Uh, there was also uh, uh, one Mi- of the Amigos. One, I yeah, think it was. Amigos. Oh, there was man. also one uh, Looney Tunes uh, intro that had five different variations. Yeah, but that had Speedy Gonzalez, and then there was the later one that didn't have Speedy Gonzalez because Speedy Gonzalez became problematic. Yeah, the, the the there was like the latest version of it that was, but that was the thing that that one shook me because. It turns out that that intro that I remembered from a very specific version of that show was used for other times in different repackagings of Looney Tunes cartoons. Bro, can you imagine that, though, that that was at one point representation for somebody? Somebody's like, I feel seen. Pepe Le Pew oh, yeah. was also I loved, disappeared. I from loved that. Speedy Gonzalez when I when I was a kid. I loved oh, yeah. all those cartoons. No, but I mean, somebody is like, oh yeah, yeah. that's my uncle, or you know, that's my cousin. <laughs> I like Speedy Gonzalez because he seemed like he was super powerful. It's kind of the Mighty Mouse thing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's a little. And then of course, there's there's a couple different Fat Albert intros where you're just like, oh, oh yeah, man, because they all have. Uh, Cosby, uh, Cosby is you know, in, not in cartoon form talking yeah. to you. Uh-huh. And you're like, oh no. Oh yeah, no. Yeah. Stay away from him. Oh, that fucking, cartoon children. I, I see the Cosby show. I did see the Cosby show on TV for a while. Oh, I, I was just like, can't do it anymore, man. It was it was appointment television when we were growing up. Like you watched the Cosby show when it was on. And then oh, yeah. all the reruns that were on were also like, you I know. Mean, Bill Cosby was Bill Cosby. Yeah. No, the other the other I watched fucking Leonard Six. Yeah. Leonard Part Six. Yeah. Quellish, Dan. Quellish. No, the one one of the weird prevailing themes that we noticed as watch we were as we've been watching these is there's a lot of like stuff that your parents watched when they grew up, like different like live action things that they tried to port to cartoons in the eighties. Yeah. Gilligan's and, Island. Yeah. What? Laverne and Shirley. Huh? Yeah, there were cartoon versions. The Fonz. Yeah. I knew, I, I knew that. I never one. watched I never watched those because I never I didn't like those shows anyway. The Little Rascals and, and like the animation was dumb anyway, so it's just like I'm out. Yeah, mm. it was a common thing. It's just like yeah. why would you want your kid to watch this? And it, then the other thing, sorry, didn't mean to cut you off there, Dan. Was spot the appropriated anime that was made into a U.S. show? Yeah, yeah. that was it's also a fun good. game. Yeah, where they're just like, oh yeah, they just. Uh, they just dubbed this over or like changed the story. There was the or one... mixed like three. It looks like three different animes. Oh, I'm was... talking about Macross. No, no, no not even Macross. There was Macross one... was three different ones in different seasons. Yeah, right. This there was Southern Cross yeah. and stuff like that. This one I forgot what it was, but it looked like it was three different cartoons. It was like two into one, giant it was just robot like, cartoons. Is that a different robot? With two I think different. That's a different giant robot. Two different timelines. I remember yeah. dimensions, and they're like, "Well, this team fights in this dimension. This team fights in this dimension." And you're like, "Those are two different cartoons." I think I'm pretty sure those are together. two different cartoons. I'd like. To <laughs> they see only it. got the rights to a season one of two different shows and then oh, mashed them together. Gosh. Shout out to the number one. Uh, uh, cartoon mashup is the uh, what's it at the end of the G.I. Joe episodes and then they do the voiceovers are you talking about the Fensler films 
don't know. Is that what oh it? yeah, the the the, or, the body massage and the, yeah. I'm a computer. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. that's that's yeah. Kinsler that's the films. best. That's those the, are the, that's the okay. best. Okay. Yeah. Look that up. Those are the best. That's also, the best I laughed till I Also, cried. Dan Dan will tell you the uh, the early '90s version of the GI Joe theme. It's probably better. Like, Almost better than the original, original one. one. It's, I mean, it's, it's not as iconic. No, but but it's the cut to get to yo Joe, cut to get to yo Joe. And it's like, yeah, fucking yeah, we're yeah, ready. let's yeah. go, let's go. Just pumping iron, watching other dudes, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's fucking go. It's wartime. Yeah, we're all oily and sweaty. Got to what? Kill. What? What? <laughs> anyway, so in other cartoons, cartoons, uh, food wars has started up. What's the that? wars have started, Chris. You have yeah. told us about there is this no before. peace in sight. There is only put, those only listen, food. I put some gifts in the chat Discord. Yeah. The man makes some ramen, and so, then the pork hits the guy in his face and his chest. It's so good, it beats him up. Uh-huh. That's the show. Okay, they I cook like it. real good, short, <laughs> short, succinct, Does, to the point. I, is the food? Does the food look good in the show? Oh yeah, I okay. mean yeah. In the, in the making of the food, you saw when he shook the noodles just, in the basket. I have uh, to ask. Short, succinct. I like it. If only the rest of our podcast could be this. my god, no. Short. It's not gonna five happen. minutes. It's never gonna happen. Uh, also, uh, My Hero Academia, Boku no Hero Academia, season four. I don't know why I did that. Yeah, uh, four, did that. yeah. <laughs> I complained that whenever, it wasn't right into the action, but Dan so whenever, said it's okay. Whenever, whenever, whenever I abbreviated, because you would normally uh, abbreviate uh, M H A, but I I like to do the the B N. What is it? Because you're an otaku, motherfucker. No, no, hero. Weeb, weeb. Psycho no hero. All my to become the Subs greatest. Are better than dubs. Get it right. Well, that is true. Yes. Facts. Um, that is facts. There was a little uh, bit of a kerfuffle when we were trying to watch it on Saturday because it was not on Crunchyroll to start because they apparently delayed because of the typhoon. Because apparently oh. Japan had a typhoon. <laughs> yeah, the creator, news? the creator, the creator um, uh, was 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 out saying that like in some places in Japan it didn't air right away because uh, Japan is having a hell of a time right yeah. now. They're experiencing fucking basically everything. It's like somebody hit all of the buttons on SimCity and all the disasters the are Bowser going to show up at one yeah. point. Well, they had like a four point five earthquake mm. at the same time as the typhoon. The typhoon is also generating tornadoes and the typhoon in certain was like parts. Four times larger a, than the one they had two years yeah, ago. Yeah, it, it was a category five. Oof. It was it was pretty rough. It yeah. was, if it was if it hit the United States, it would be uh, news five, for thirty five months. Yeah. Shouts to Japan. Um, so yeah, shouts for to Japan. Um, they, they do a hell of a good job locking it down though, because it doesn't look like a lot has. Because they probably have urban planning based on this stuff. I, very did, I did see, I did see a oh, pretty no. negative article that uh, I guess some shelters were turning away homeless people. Ah, um, okay, but you know, Japan is like like every country has uh, yeah, they a have lot of pro- problems. They have their problems. They have a lot of problems. Yeah, those street uh, racers—they just won't stop using their nas <laughs> on the the freeways, <laughs> and the police can't even catch them because they don't have cars that go fast enough. Justice for Han. But uh, yeah, so yeah, hopefully. Chris is with me. But if any country can pull out of a natural disaster uh, pretty pretty well, cool. it is the Japanese. I mean, yeah, Godzilla attacks every couple of years, so you know they got yeah. they got to be ready for that stuff. <laughs> but they actually care about their infrastructure. They do and those kind of things. 
They although, have to. I don't although, understand what you just Although said. in some ways, I mean, that's also outsider viewpoint because from it's what true. I hear, the, uh, the, the earthquake and subsequent uh, nuclear disaster in um, Fukushima. Yeah, is a still sore point with the uh, Japanese uh, citizenship in hmm. that they, they feel like the government kind of lied to them quite a bit. Again, this is an outsider perspective of what I can kind of glean from the outside, but from what I know is that that's a very sore point, like that the government kind of failed them. But our sweet boy Deku is back. But yes, yeah, so on My Hero Academia, uh, yeah, the sweetest sweet boy who must be protected at all times, mm-hmm. Deku, um, is back. And all the gang is here. That's basically the episode. We yeah. saw the it whole, really was. The gang is here. And also, how Who about... is everyone? How seat about, one. <laughs> yeah. Seat two. What Remember, is their power? I was surprised seat, that they went through everybody. Yeah. <laughs> seat four, Lita. And he is the class chair. <laughs> Representative. Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah, they went through everybody. And they went through all their powers. Yeah. They, yeah. And, and how about we introduce one of the most horrifying new character quirks? Oh, my God. Yeah, so there was a journalist reporting on the on the cla- class 1A. And uh, his quirk was that he can make a telephoto lens. Uh, or a camera lens, infinite and, numbers of anywhere them anywhere in his body, his body. Mm. and he can make many of them. And, and, can... then, and then, not only that, mm-hmm. not only that, uh-uh. yeah. he can take pictures and print them out of his chest. Yep, the pictures. Uh huh. But the camera lenses. Uh-huh. I thought so. I saw his eye earlier in the episode, and I was like, something about his eye. Yeah. And then he, they did the thing because All Might saved his dad. He's like, I took a picture without like, even realizing. Yeah, it. and I was like, maybe camera. it was the eye. And then he was yeah. like, blah, 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 out of all of his arms and fingers and hands. And I was like, this is disgusting. Yeah. How does he work in a digital world? Does he have like a USB port? Yes. We have scanners. We have scanners. I know. It's but a high resolution seems, eyeball. That seems, that seems. He's got a DSLR eyeball. That's like an extra step, man. I don't. I, why couldn't it just be his eye? Why couldn't it just be like, I can take with my eye? I wonder if he can't everywhere. print out many pictures if he hasn't eaten in a while. Because <laughs> what if he needs to take a picture around a corner? He doesn't have to move his head around. He can just put his but hand But I don't him. want the disgustingness. It's equivalent it. exchange, man. You can't just this print is not out full metal alchemist. physical stuff until like there's nothing left. Uh, Alphonse. Uh, into uh, your no. body. We're, not, we're not getting into this. Well, Momo's got Momo's to gotta, gotta replenish herself. She can't just like keep yeah, creating she stuff. She can't be infinite. Anytime uh, yeah, okay. Good so Aizawa stuff my, in this episode. Yeah, so my hero academia is bad. Yeah. Hopefully we kick it into high gear. Already setting up a villain. Yep. AKA looks like the former sidekick of uh All Might of, of All Might. Also Tintin is gonna be more in this season, so I kinda wanna see what he's all about. Yeah. BDIs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, so moving on, we've got uh, Google had some news. Chris, you want to run down the Google news? Yeah, Google had their uh, made by Google show. Um, they announced a few things of interest the Pixel Book Go 13.3 inch magnesium cased laptop, two pounds. Uh, the cool part there is I like the idea of Pixel Books. Um, this is probably uh, rivaling a MacBook. In terms yeah. of quality and build Meaning and stuff, to try to yeah, it's yeah, it's with the magnesium and it's case. cheaper. I mean, six fifty for the the you know base mobile base model ten eighty p screen, twelve hour battery life. It's all very interesting stuff. Uh, just the operating system. I don't know if they ever get past that point. Chrome OS, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, Pixel four and four XL, 
nothing super special here. They're updates of phones that match everybody else's. They have two lenses instead of three. Um, the big part that I thought was cool was the 90 hertz screen. So that's something that I'm hoping the next iPhone gets because then I will buy it. Uh, yeah. But I think, yeah, most screens hopefully get to that point soon. Um, $800 and $900 for the XL, respectively. sense. Uh, so it knows if you're by the phone. The, so it did sound cool that if you're <laughs> approaching the phone, it knows someone's approaching it, and it starts to begin the unlock process yeah. before you've even lifted it. So it's got some adaptability built into it that's interesting. The gesture thing I don't really get. Like you swipe your hand right I, or left. I don't want to do motion controls. Right, and it can skip ahead or skip behind, whatever. I'm There's sure a picture I saw of a guy petting uh, Pikachu. Yes, waving. They did waving, waving at Pikachu. Yeah, waving at Pikachu. Uh, so, that, yeah, I don't know about that. But, um, you know, new Pixels. So if you're not on an iPhone and you're not into Samsungs, that's probably what you're going to end up with. Uh, Pixel Buds, they know. You want an LG phone, Chris. Who has an LG phone? You get a OnePlus at this point. Those are the ones that are. Huawei. Get the Chinese spy on uh, you through their phone. You can't even be kidding yourself. We can't, we can't, we can't Otherwise, get I'd get the, the Gundam version because that can't, I can't yeah, get. We can't get them in the, in the US. I would, I would get one. I want the Gundam one. Yeah, I would get one because they're really nice phones yeah, and they're pretty cheap. They did, when they sold them here briefly, they were some of the highest rated. China spy on you. Yeah. And then they found out that they're China spy on your phone. It's either China oh, or some dude in Silicon Valley. Let's use VPN. They're spying on us. We're all on Facebook anyway. They can hear us right now. Yeah. Pixel Buds got announced 180 bucks and they're not AirPods. They're something else. They look like discs growing out of your ears. It's a little yeah. bit weird. But if you don't want to use AirPods, that's then, what um, you get. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then Nest Mini, which is now the Google Home Mini, 50 bucks. Which and Google to... can spy on your voice while you're in your house. Yeah, you Maybe have play to play some music. You have to make everybody sign an NDA when they come into <laughs> yeah, your house. Yeah, I did. forgot I posted that article. It can, it can, it can do all kinds of things for yeah. you. It was, it was, was it the president of Nest was posed the question, yeah. you have to tell your visitors to your home. And he said that, you probably should. Yeah, that your Nest can hear everything you're saying and is being recorded. And he's like, yeah, you probably should tell people that visit your house that that's happening. Hey, hey, Chris, <laughs> there's a, there's a device behind you that's recording our voices probably all the time. So. Yeah. Alexo. No, stop it. No, she, no you're going to make her crazy. I said no. it wrong. He said yeah, it wrong. No, she popped up. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, it lit up. Okay, you're going to make her crazy. Like Don't make her crazy, okay? Dan makes she her crazy. Fucking... Order potato chips. Don't she fucking gets crazy. Order limo. Ah, uh, 50 bucks for the Nest Mini. It plays music. It has twice the bass as the old one. <laughs> All right. Um, switching uh, significant gears. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately. Um, oh, we didn't talk no, about the say, Succession Daniel. season finale. Um, we'll say, oh boy. Uh, uh, we'll just say it was really good. Yes. Um, there's a lot of, uh, nice discourse out there. Um, mm-hmm. a lot of good uh, reviews. I like a lot of the ringer stuff that they mm-hmm. talked about. Um, I just think it's probably one of the best well-acted shows that I've probably ever seen. Um, at this point, like all the actors are just fucking phenomenal. And then the, the main guy, uh, that plays Kendall Roy, um, He's just really, just really good. And then they set up basically a turn. So he finally turned on his father again um, after playing uh, basically possum like the entire yeah. then, shit upon the entire yeah, season. Yeah, like a like a like a fucking prisoner the entire season. Shell doing his dad's bidding, but when the when the when the shit hit the fan and uh, somebody had to take the fall, uh, he was primed to take the fall for the whole company because he's expendable anyway and he's loyal. And uh, ended the season basically saying that his father is a corrupt piece of shit. As Dan has called him, Cold Kendall, 
yeah. made his appearance yeah. and went, fuck y'all. Yeah, so... I, I mean, Succession is just a really well-acted show, and it's just really well well done, and there's a lot of, like, very good human moments in the most, some of the most despicable people uh-huh. that you will see on And that. it has, it has a lot of humor, but it's also cringy at the same time. Yeah, a lot of very dark, cringy humor, but not dark in the, like, ooh, let me bleed. Yeah, no. Just um, the... More just kind of like, wow, human nature is terrible. <laughs> yeah. Like, these so people are horrible. Succession ended successfully you gotta stop i like yeah, it baby i like Woo! it all right damn all right so um yeah so like as i said before significant shift of gears i'm not gonna go too much into it because toys again just like with <laughs> again just like lebron says i have to educate myself more on the subject i'm also not gonna talk about it anymore yeah. uh shout out to lebron fuck you oh, fucking shut <laughs> why can't we can't watch sports anymore damn it yeah, I mean, okay, the only thing I'll say about LeBron and Steve Kerr and those kind of things is that, like, I mean, you know, it's not unheard of to be very politically aware and active about certain things and not to be on other things. Yeah. Still very disappointing when they do that kind of stuff because, yeah. hey, you know, in this day and age... We live in a society. Well, in this day and age, we look at people in a more holistic sense, yes. right? I mean, you know, just liking Michael Jordan because of his basketball skills worked in the 80s and 90s but we want him to be a complete person Today's also i'm a more mature person mm-hmm. than i was before yeah. so it's not just cool enough that mm-hmm. you dunk a basketball mm-hmm. which is very cool yeah. very cool oh, yeah. to this filipino mm-hmm. it's very cool but if you look up joe montana you'd probably be a bit disappointed today too i'm just saying oh yeah i don't even know what joe I montana's either, politics but, are yeah. but i'm pretty sure they probably a... don't like are steve in line with me i oh, yeah, steve young is a mormon who mm-hmm. knows um magic underwear shannon shannon sharp is always a good yeah. uh follow yeah. uh he's also uh doug baldwin is a good follow he's very politically mm-hmm. on his uh very political on his twitter nice um people are saying like he should run for uh washington washington state governor uh not governor but uh government um anyway so um that's all a preface to uh the turkey and the kurds <sighs> um so anyway uh last week we abandoned our allies, the Kurds, in uh, Syria, and Turkey took that uh, golden opportunity to uh, enact revenge like they have always to make wanted it to. a little more clear, we kind of just paved the way after a pre- our president spoke with their president and said, okay, we'll move our people out of the way. Yeah. So we paved a path for this to happen. These people, the Kurds, who helped us, I mean, you know. Multiple times. Multiple times. Who fought with us to help eliminate terrorists? The ISIS. ISIS. Right. We leveraged more than we made promises to them, saying like, "Hey, we're gonna do what we can for you because we know you've been shit upon for decades now yeah. in this region because nobody likes you there apparently for for various reasons. Yeah. Um, you have been shunted from country to country." You finally carved out a piece of land for yourselves where you were starting to build something. And we basically just said, hey, we're done. Bye. Yeah, I mean, they're one of they're one of the state stateless uh, ethnic groups around the world that have, you know, have always been kind of shitted upon, you know, the Roma in Europe. 
you got the Hmong in Vietnam and Laos, yep. um, and also I don't know how to pronounce it, but the people in Myanmar, the Muslims in Myanmar yeah. that have like I've, real that, rough yeah. go at it, yep. and uh, like, the Kurds, like they're one and of those the Kurds and the Palestinians, the yep. same. I mean, so, the Palestinians actually have places, kind of a state. I, they have like territories, whereas the Kurds have basically been nomads yeah. up until the last few years, where they established their. Yeah, through through basically like just fighting everybody. Yeah. Um, but anyway, you know, the long story of it is is that uh, with they have um, even though we have listed uh, one of their political org- organizations that we as in the United States as a terrorist entity because um, we uh, the PPK I think mm-hmm. or the PKK um, uh, we we list that as a terrorist organization just like um, Turkey does. However, in the past, we have also counted on their support um, in in our various misadventures in Iraq, and also most recently against the fight against ISIS, yeah. the Islamic State, who um, is extremely brutal, mm-hmm. and they're very bad people. Um, eh, but uh, the Kurds, I mean, sacrificed a lot yep. because they believed that we would also help them in uh, establishing some kind of safe zone so they could at least live somewhere where somebody isn't oppressing them. Yep. Um, even if that place is in the middle of the desert, in places nobody ever wants to visit, in unhad- uninhabitable areas yeah. of, you know, northern Syria, Turkey, you know, from the yeah. borders between Iraq and Iran, like yeah. they've they have always been in areas where nobody really wanted oh, yeah, to yeah. live. In a very very conflict uh, prone area. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so yeah, as Chris said last week, our our president, our commander in chief, uh, basically pulled our troops out of there, mm-hmm. uh, much to dismay of. Um, it seems like a lot of our armed forces also, um, because uh, you know it's kind of hard to be comrades in arms and then suddenly turn on them, which is a thing that happens. Um, you know, the yeah. United States military has been known to do these kind of things. This is true. Um, I had that exact conversation this last weekend with a, a veteran family member of mine who noted that uh, uh, their communications with a lot of other veterans is nobody has is supporting this move whatsoever. Nope. Yeah. From uh, f- a lot of them, yeah, go uh, you know, fought alongside Kurds. Yeah. Um, and and no one that they have seen shows any support for this move. I mean, you know, one of the things, the reason why the United States has a sizable Hmong uh, population in the U.S. is that uh, we actually brought over quite a few of them because um, in our misadventure in Vietnam. Southeast uh, Asia as a whole. Southeast Asia as a whole, actually. Yeah, yeah, let's see. Because we were in four different countries at that time. Unofficially. How do you know, John? Oh, you know, the the Golden Triangle. <laughs> yeah. You know, there was there's a lot of stuff going on in Southeast um, Asia. I mean, it's the same reason I know as much about the Kurds as I yeah, do is because it, I studied this in high yeah, school. It, and the but, fact that it, sorry, I didn't mean, yeah, yeah. but the fact that this is these things like it's it's so it's so baffling to me that things like this, it's just cyclical, like the Kurds. The people in Myanmar, like, this is stuff that I was studying in high school and talking about oh, this in stuff, high school. Yeah, it's always going to like be. Like, the Palestinians and the Israelis. It's always like, going to be a thing. Because there's only so much land in the world. Yeah. So, I mean, would we give up any land to make up another country? 
like voluntarily like we wouldn't the like, no. united states would never no. be like oh i mean we fought a whole civil war so those yeah. so those guys wouldn't secede but like you know just for the goodness of our hearts we're gonna let like somebody take over like half of new mexico because we feel bad about them like no way man but we, we wouldn't even yeah. we don't even i mean we let those uh we let native americans have their reservations but that's i mean you know yeah we know what yeah, that's, that's all about but we kept shrinking them yes and kept moving them yeah it kept Still. moving them Still, Still yeah. yeah. So I mean, you know, a uh, uh, most a, a state entity would just would never cede land just because. Like that's very well, it's, that's extremely. It, it's just hard it's the do. it's the fact that we're not honoring the agreements that we're making with these people. To, yeah, I mean, but I bring the, up the Hmong is that yeah. I mean they actually fought uh, side by side with the U.S. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the most part, they were very pro United States intervention in Vietnam because. Um, you know, outside of politics, they were uh, a lot of people in Southeast Asia hate them a lot, mm-hmm. kind of like with the Kurds. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we gave a lot of them uh, asylum, so that's why there's significant communities in Central California and also Minnesota, I believe. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, I don't really have much to really profound to say about uh, the situation in Syria. Um, Syria has been a has been a fucked up place for quite a few years, and it and we made it more fucked up. So, uh, so the the cherry on top is the Kurds are now reaching out to the Syrian government for protection from Turkey because Turkey is essentially wanting to wipe the Kurds off the map. Yeah. Um, in order to, or or in in doing so, we are now relinquishing any influence in the region. Uh, to Russia, being that yeah. they're now a a prime player is... in Syria, in Turkey, and now with the Syrians supporting the Kurds, um, we have zero influence. It's the really. fucking eighties all over again, where the Russians wanted influence in the Middle East, and like, yeah, I mean, and before we then we fought them and went, hey, no, 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 but now we're in the mindset of like we've got a person in our head office who's just like, meh. I mean, outside of Israel and on paper uh, Saudi Arabia, we don't have many friends yeah, in that region. That's what I was going to say, man. Don't worry, we got Saudi Arabia still. Oh, okay. Yeah. But we we play a we pay a very big price to keep those guys yep. on our side, which we have to like overlook. letting them kill yeah, reporters. We overlook a lot of really terrible things yep. about that stuff. Um, you know, we also uh, doesn't re- he still have a few hundred reporters locked up in a hotel in Saudi Arabia? Probably. I mean, you know, it's Saudi Arabia. Unfortunately, I mean, you know, it's, it's a, our Iraq, our Iraq invasion also replaced, uh, uh, on paper at least, uh, uh, anti or no, not on paper, but an anti-Iran uh, government in Iraq with Saddam Hussein, and we replaced him with a pro-Iran Iraq democracy. Though, yeah, it's a. They... But hey, you want to talk about um, fucking trying to just keep um, actual um, interest of the United States on hand. Um, maybe we shouldn't have invaded them because it's better to have those two guys wanting to kill each other so they can't band together oh. and form a huge coalition. Kill to everybody else. Kill everybody oh, yeah. else. No, macro level. So they uh, keep themselves on, on check. Like, y- yeah. I mean, our the purpose of the United States is not to um, make everybody a democracy or it shouldn't be. <sighs> I mean, just the Oslo Accords are so long ago now, and no. it makes me sad. 
to mac- macro uh, level the U.S. and its I mean, they, uh, sh- they shot Rabin. International policy <laughs> and, and influences. Is right, he's waning. the guy who got assassinated in Israel. Right, the the prime minister of Israel. Yitzhak Rabin. Um, yeah, he's the guy who got who got assassinated. He was actually pro, well, at least trying to talk to the Palestinians. And now that they have a very very right government on now, what were you saying, Chris? No, it's macro level. The U.S. has lost its influence and leverage across the globe. Whether oh, yeah. it's it's a even our closest allies in Europe don't feel like they can trust us. We now have nothing to do with Turkey, Syria. Um, Turkey used to be China. such a staunch ally. Like, right. used to be also, such a worthwhile nation. Well, Turkey used to be pro-democratic. Yeah, and, that's yeah. the thing. Like, but, it's, I mean, hey, man, we can still have allies if you're not pro-democratic. Yes, yes. No, no, We've it, had those guys yeah, for oh, yeah. a long time. Yeah. Um, but the yeah, crazy China, thing is China's, that we have uh, a number of nuclear weapons in Turkey yeah. that I'm uh, not sure what's going to happen yeah, with that. Say, do we? Do we Jupiter have missiles, them? man? Or there did were... they have them? That was like <laughs> well, no. Basically, they we go, hey, can we get those things? And then Turkey's like, what things? Yeah, huh? What? Huh? What? That huh? was that was the precursor to the Cuban Missile Crisis. Was the missile installations yeah. in Turkey? Yeah. So totally for for not. Yeah. Almost brought the war to the world to brink of World War Three, and now we're just giving up the ghost. Super dupe. Yeah. Super good because so. they, you know, they don't. He doesn't have business interests in the country. We're just, you know, I mean, it is, it's, it's like I said after the election, you know, all these guys, especially all these former intelligence, uh, you know, governments who are hostile to the United States, most, most notably Russia, I'll just, they're just laughing their asses oh, off yeah. when, yes. when we elected that guy because he, there is no strategic vision. It doesn't even have to be like about smarter intellect. It's like there's no actual plan. No. So when you have people who used to work intelligence, Right, Russian intelligence, uh-huh. which, if anything, the Russians are good at, is intelligence. Mm-hmm. Um, those guys are playing with chess moves, like uh, fucking born in the fires of mm-hmm. of the Cold War. These guys have plans upon plans. Yeah, he's yeah. playing Go Fish. Yeah, no, he's, he's there... playing Candyland. Yeah, it's not even Go Fish requires some skill. Candyland, you just flip over a card and you put your piece on the. Yeah, I'll put this in. It. I'll put this in nerdology perspective. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's like. It's like they're the Marvel Cinematic Universe with plans uh-huh. of like how different characters intersect and how we're going to all bring it together every every couple of years. While we're on the DC Universe going like, we made a Justice League movie. We got How's this. it going? We, we put the CG on his mustache. We're the Zack Snyder of, uh, of the, yeah. the international global yeah. community. <laughs> and the, the rest of the world. Putin is the is the Kevin Feige. Feige. Yeah. We are the Snyder Cut. Yeah. I also just wanted to uh, talk a little bit about uh, Christopher oh, Columbus. Time out for what? five seconds. The last thing is, the thing that got me, oh, is geez. there's 11,000 ISIS prisoners yeah. that are in yeah, the region. Totally and they're, we are now relying on Turkey, who we do not see eye to eye with, to corral and res- be responsible for these fighters. Sure. And so the concern now is that ISIS is now a... 11,000 uh, stronger? A, yeah, a group yeah. once again. Uh, it sucks, especially, I mean, as if you're a Kurd, but also if you're a U.S. service person, like, I mean, you fought uh, all of this time and sacrificed a lot. A lot lost time. brothers and sisters yeah, lost in time combat. And, and lost people and uh, saw very horrible things, but you were at least knew that you were at, at, uh, bringing ISIS, the bringing the fight to ISIS, yeah. capturing ISIS yes. fighters, yep. you know. However controversial our tactics were with drone strikes and those kind of things, at least 
at least there was something there, at least some kind of goal. And now those things are all gone. No. We've just in a fucking we've week. seeded it all of it. In yes. a fucking week. A phone call. Just go and, read the letter. It's just Oh, oh yeah. Our, okay, so let's finish our favorite subject. What was it? What was Monday, Dan? Oh yeah. So Monday was Happy Christopher Columbus Day. Happy birthday hey. to me. Thanks. Happy Christopher Columbus. Uh Italian by Portuguese. I hate that he shares my birthday sometimes. By, by yeah. Spanish. Yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, so if you don't know who Christopher Columbus is, uh, he's a fuck off. Uh, In 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Yeah, he's a he's a fuck off slave trader, genocide. The Viva, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria. Uh, extremely racist and those kind of things. Uh, I only bring it up because uh, um, uh, I think he uh, discovered America. <laughs> yeah, he discovered a thing that people were already uh-huh. living in. Strange. Strange how that works. That's weird. Just like I discovered your TV. But you didn't land there first anyway. And I'm going to discover your TV into my car and then walk away. (laughs) Where's the gold? Yeah. Um, But what I'll say is that Christopher Columbus is a very good example of uh, how our history and our morals uh, constantly change. And that uh, that, um, I think the, the idea of society... We live in a society. We do. Is to, um, you know, always improve ourselves. And I think our view of Columbus is slowly getting better as a whole. Um, more complete. More complete. Um, you know, I mean, first of all, he's an idiot because he thought he uh, landed in India. Uh-huh. And that's why the... The, the Indies. Americans the West are Indies. The, yeah. yeah, West Indies. Indies. And that's why Native Americans are called... Uh, Indians. Indians. Indians, yeah. Genius. Um, yeah. And hey, if if Native Americans want to be called Indians or American Indians, that's up to them. But yeah. uh, but the origin of it was right. really dumb. Indigenous peoples. Yeah. So I mean, you know, um, also, uh, you know, um, you know, I've always had this romantic view of uh, that age of history. Um, you know, growing up because you read a lot of books uh, based um, solely from a Western European perspective. You know the age of discovery and those kind of things, and it's always actually it's 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 fascinating I mean, sailing but, off into the unknown with just an idea of going yeah, out so there. Yeah, so that's that's I mean the age of discovery, you know, from a European perspective, is actually pretty romantic in that kind of way. But the story of Christopher Columbus is also a good good reminder that these people are also um, complete human beings, and a lot of human nature is also pretty yeah. disgusting. So while, you know, Christopher Columbus probably also had some kind of allures to adventure and sailing the open blue yeah. and those kind of things, he was also doing that for profit and greed. Oh, yeah. And At the bequest and, of a, as a monarchy. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, in the end, it was also about, you know, uh, violence and rape and genocide and those kind of things. So, like dinner topics. you know, whenever we talk about, like, you know, Balboa or Magellan or... Uh, Who's the guy? Vasquez. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah, you know, um, uh, a lot of those guys. It's 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 all like we have. Like I think what we do good now, at least hopefully, what the teachers are teaching now is that like like these people are depends on where they're getting their textbooks from. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, evolution isn't taught in Texas or Tennessee. Yeah, but they're they're at least um, they're significant people in the fact that they made their mark on history, but they are also. Um, very vicious people uh-huh. that should be remembered as such. Flawed, as it were, not to be held to perfect lily white history. Uh, the yeah. flawed is being kind. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we're all flawed. This in is this is beyond yes. that. Is it, yeah. in the general sense? No, no, 
none of our heroes, quote unquote, are perfect. Yes. And uh. even those who are not heroes are even less so. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's 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 nice to see Christopher Columbus starting to get this treatment, you know, over time. Even if I still remember even in even when I was growing up, mm-hmm. there was a little bit of talk of like, hey, maybe he wasn't the best guy and also hey, he didn't really discover America cuz people already lived here. I re- I still remember those talks. But we still kind of like, And he wasn't the first ship to land there first time. Yeah, 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 the Vikings yeah, Vikings definitely. a thousand years before that, yeah, you know. Also also, I mean, you know, the it wasn't like the the Native Americans were some kind of savage people that had no culture and those kind of things. They were making huge cities with glorious achievements and those kind of things, and they had Blood complex sacrifices. Yeah, they had complex societies that were that waged war on each other. Yeah. They did all the kind of things civilizations do. Just walk up, watch Apocalypto. Yeah. No, I, I and I think that's one of the harder things to swallow and. and it's a shame that our society can't quite seem to get over the hump of celebrating these folks without truly deifying, uh, yeah, comprehending yeah. what they actually were and but what they actually even, did. We don't even have to celebrate it, right? We just have to acknowledge it. Yeah. Like, I mean, this is, I mean, 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue is a significant point in history mm-hmm. because that was the opening of like the Europeans going like, hey, there is this other place you know, that we can exploit. Yeah. I mean, that... that, that Explore that paved, and exploit. That yeah. paves the way for European colonialism yes. all, all up and down that coast. Lewis and Clark. Afri- African slavery. Eventually, you know. African colonialism. But that that's what I, I mean to get at is, can we recognize it for what it is, and it's what you're yeah. describing, rather than found America, yeah. and all the good things happened after that because... That type of painting uh, a, p- a pretty picture out of what things actually were is the same thing as what happens in the Civil War when people start talking about yeah. states' rights. Yeah. So uh, coming to terms with what, what it is that we're actually dealing with, yes, acknowledge it, and it is historically important. And it's something to... There are portions of it that... Um, there are even portions of it that could be celebrated. To say somebody circumnavigated the globe is... Or most of it, part of it. John didn't serve, didn't, didn't sail right. around the fucking world, man. Yeah, right. We ate him in Cebu. <laughs> he got to Cebu and he's just like, who can I exploit? And Lapu Lapu was like, no, it wasn't Lapu Lapu. Lapu Lapu was the guy who killed him. But one of the other Cebu like sultans was like, because I don't know if you know this, John, but the Philippines was very Muslim at uh-huh. the time, Muslim and Buddhist. What? No. Yeah. And uh, they weren't Catholics. <laughs> no, they weren't all born that way. Yeah, they all didn't have names they of Ferdinand. Know, my family's know, fucking. They didn't know the Jesus. They did not know the Jesus. We're Methodists. We're not even. Catholic. But did they cook him up like and make him crispy skin like Lechon? Probably. Well, he he wanted to curry favor with one of the sultans of Cebu, and uh, he was like, "I have this rival, and he's. Uh, I need you to kill him." So uh, Magellan was like, dude, I have fucking guns. Spanish steel and guns. Uh-huh. I'll take eight of my conquistadors and we just fucking like just stormed this beach and uh, and Lapu Lapu and his men shot him full of arrows and he cut off his head. And um, the joke is that they also boiled him, made nice lechon out of him. I don't know if that's completely true, but... I don't know if they were if, if they would have. I just winner, imagine I can imagine a Filipino history. king pulling a piece of skin off and, and yeah, biting and, into ooh, it crispy. So good. 
<laughs> so yeah, you know, Lapu Lapu, the first horrifying uh, uh, Filipino patriot. Yes. Even though there was no real Philippines. There are. I mean, in the end, I'm also calling it the Philippines, right? Which, which is, is I mean, yeah. The fun, the, the fun thing about uh, being Filipino is knowing that most of your identity is also uh, based in uh, European colonialism because Philippines is F- King Philip's Islands. And then, uh, and even our, even, and then even our ethnic, uh, moniker Filipino is derived from Philip, King Philip, King Philip of yeah. Spain. It doesn't matter anyway. The big map that I saw shows that China owns all that sea anyway. So. <laughs> the nine dash line. Oh my God. And anyway. a very yes. bonus kind of thing. Don't watch Abominable, uh, DreamWorks is, uh, mm-hmm. um, picture, uh, new CG cartoon. Yeah. Cause they have a nine dash line in there. And if you don't know what the nine dash line is, uh, Take a look oh, online. Do some last research. week, I think we were talking about. Yeah, that. yeah. China doesn't own it, and uh, Magellan didn't sail around the world because we killed him. Happy Columbus Day! <laughs> no, let's celebrate Indigenous peoples and the cultures that Dan mentioned that they had prior to ever being discovered. Yeah, by Europeans. Because I think uh, at least you know, especially in this country, we don't uh, think about them enough, and uh, that's actually a very rich history mm-hmm. there. Uh, growing up in Hawaii, I didn't know a lot about Native American culture. I mean, just within my, you know, because there was no Native American. Right. At least that kind of Native American. The Hawaiian. Native King, Hawaiian. Yeah, so I knew yeah. a lot about Hawaiian history and Hawaiian culture and that kind of stuff. So I always find it fascinating knowing about that kind of stuff and how different the peoples were in the different regions of, mm-hmm. I don't know if you know this, but different parts of the United States or what is now the United States had very, very different tribes. What? <gasps> no. What? Did you know Texas and California once belonged to Mexico? <laughs> <laughs> you know the oh. French used to own Louisiana? Oh, man. We'll get to that someday. <laughs> mm. <laughs> All right, Dan, wrap it up. Talk about Sam Houston. Uh, Yes. That has been your weekly discourse from UniqueDrops.com. Does that guy own the baseball name. team? <laughs> I have been, I am your you have host. Been. He was Dan. <laughs> I was Dan, but now I am Sam Vas- Houston, owner of the Houston Astros. <laughs> now I am Vasco da Gama. You are Kotor Dip. <laughs> I am Kotor Dip. I'm that Lapu Lapu Dip. <laughs> Lapu Lapu up in there. Um, I am joined as always with uh, my compatriots, John. I want to go to sleep. I'm tired. Uh, It is past John's bedtime. And Chris, Mm -hmm. it is past your kid's bedtime. I got to get over to the elementary school. It's multicultural day tomorrow. Woo! Celebrate. Celebrate multicultural. I say I'm sorry every week. I'm sorry, Chris. It's not always about you, Dan. Yeah, it's not always Dan? about you, you John. Okay. Wow. Oh, yeah. We all look alike, huh, uh-huh, Chris? Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> See, it all comes out. It all comes out at the end. <laughs> anyway, good night. Be well. And fuck Columbus. Don't don't actually fuck <laughs> He He's done enough fucking. Yeah, for everybody. Fuck off, Columbus. Yeah, there we go. Happy Indigenous Peoples Day.